All right, here we are, back again. Let's restart this. The people who are listening don't know that we did an intro before. Welcome to Neander Talk Podcast, Katie. Thank you. I'm very excited. Are you? Yes. This is very cool. Yeah, I'm excited. A little nervous. But. Are you? Nothing to be nervous about. This is my sister. She is... Are you a millennial? Uh, technically, yes. Technically, yes. Yep. I think I'm the... Oh, it's one of the s- one of the the ends of it is 1996. I'm 1997, so barely. 1996. Okay, which way to? Okay, I don't know. That's. <laughs> I don't know what I am either, because I was 79. I'm like in between. Gen Y is that above? It, it's like I'm right in between Gen Y and Gen X. No, th- Gen X is below millennials, so that's like the kids now. No, no, Gen X is really before you. Gen, I thi- Gen Z is that one. <laughs> I don't know. I call I call this generation text generation. There you go. The ones eating Tide Pods. <laughs> yeah. What are those? Is I that text? I thought that was Gen X. See, no, I would call before I knew what millennial was. I called them um, uh, tech the text generation because that's kind of like like your generation grew up with cell phones and texting and everything, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, do you do you remember a time when you didn't have that? I think I got my first phone when I was 13. Is that because that's when your parents allowed you to have that? Or is that just yeah. when they started coming out? Our parents. But, uh, yeah, I think I got it for emergencies. But mm-hmm. I don't think that actually ended up being the case. Was it a flip phone? Yeah, it was an NV2. Flipped open. Mm-hmm. Closed it. The front is a little dial thing. The inside is a keyboard. Oh, yeah, it's a yeah. Good phone. I liked it. Yeah. I'd take one of those now. My first was, it would have been like 97. No, no, no. It would have been after I graduated. So, like 99. Mm-hmm. And I had, it was like a Nokia. It was like one of the first ones that everybody had. It was a Nokia. And it just had numbers on it. And it just mm-hmm. had like a very basic, like ringtones that you could do. And it had like the snake game on it. Mm-hmm. You remember that? I mean, yeah, but I never had the game. <laughs> Yeah, but that's I mean, that was like the technology. Yeah, the guy that I bought my cell phone from, he was like a cell the cell phone provider guy. I um, like there was like he tried to upsell you on different things. There was like this little antenna that would mm-hmm. go blue and it would flash blue whenever someone would call. It's like, ooh, that's some cool technology. Fancy, and now here we are with our iPhones. Yeah, we are here. We should probably yeah. turn them off in case somebody nice calls. Apple. Yeah. But yeah, these fancy iPhones now, it's like amazing the power of these. I know. I mean, I don't get the whole hype when the iPhones update. I feel like it doesn't change that much. Between the 7 and the 8, there was like nothing was different. But then the 8 and the 10, they skipped over 9. There's like uh, a huge difference. Is it the 10 or is it just the X? I think you're supposed to pronounce it 10. Oh, really? Yeah, that's what I've been told. Huh. I don't know. I don't know why they skipped it, though. Not only did they skip it, but they completely abandoned their numerical system. It I was know. one, two, three, four, and it had the numbers. And now all of a sudden at 10, they just do an X. But then they did like one, two, three, four, 
I think there was like a six C, a six S, yep. and they just like add on to them. But yeah. I don't, I don't think there's much different. Maybe they added like live photos with the S or something. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not. Because I, I had the, techie. I want to say I had the six, and this is the eight, and it's like I don't know what's different other than now they have live photos. You can hold it down and it moves. But I don't know. I would rather have like a BlackBerry, but I don't think they make phones anymore. Oh, they don't. They stopped no. me. That thing, that's funny. The BlackBerry was like at the pinnacle at its time. It was like everybody mm-hmm. strived for the BlackBerry. Yeah. Dad would always get Blackberries <coughs> for work because it was the most secure phone. Oh. And he would have the Brick Breaker game and I would always play it. <laughs> I always wanted one. I never yeah. got one. Yeah. They don't even make them anymore. Phenomenal coffee, by the way. Mm-hmm. She, my sister, is here visiting me. And she came all the way from Michigan and brought me this amazing coffee. Where where is it from again? Grand Rapids, Madcap Coffee. Ma- I mean, I knew it was from Grand Rapids. Yeah. It's called Madcap. Madcap. It is the number one coffee place. Lots of people are tourists in Grand Rapids and actually go there for Madcap. And now they have, I think, three or four locations. But the main one's right downtown. And the guy, I think he does fair trade everything. He goes and travels and finds coffee from... Or farmers, I guess, just kind of straight from the farm to Madcap. It's pretty cool. It's really cool. I don't. I think this one's from like Ethiopia, maybe or something. But it has some fruity undertones. It is. It's, it's the first or second best coffee I've ever. The funny thing, the the one that would I'd say would be tied with this, or maybe slightly above, was also an Ethiopian coffee mm-hmm. called Yerga Shefe. This is a uh, what is it? Kanzu. Yeah, Kanzu. Kanzu? Yeah pretty cool that sounds like I that like would it. be from kenya it might be i have no idea so it's somewhere in africa but they do africa i think they do central america you can America. Ner- i mean all you have to do is say africa it's not like it's that big of a place we can just use our minds and yeah. figure it's probably you're pretty close just yeah. say africa africa yeah it's pretty small it's basically an island <laughs> yeah no it's not <laughs> pretty all-encompassing say africa you have a pretty good shot you're right have you ever seen the map where they put different countries inside. inside yeah. Have you ever seen the one with Africa? Africa's huge. It's in, it's enormous. You can put like the and whole world make, in there. I swear they make it look smaller on the globes. Or it just doesn't look that big in comparison. Well. But then once you put it next to like, I guess the U.S. or something, you realize we can put it is. Yeah. You yeah. can put the U.S. inside Africa like a few times. many times over. Twice. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. But never been. I'd like to go. If anyone wants to go, take me with. I've always wanted to go too. Yeah, I, I want to go to Togo. Togo? Yeah, we have friends in Togo. Where is Togo? What's Togo about? I don't even. Tr- I don't is know. that is that like anything like Trinidad and Tobago? Is it like? No, it's like it's pretty. It's I think it's pretty poor, but it has. Uh, it's pretty small. It's one of the small ones, right? Cause this is like Africa. It's like one of the small ones right there. Okay. But it's right next to um it's pretty uh, it's pretty close to Ghana, I, I believe. Okay. But we have friends who started a few hospitals there and I've always wanted to go. Really? Yeah. Mongo Togo. Mongo Togo. Like mango, yeah. Yeah. Oh, like mango? Yeah. Do they have mangoes there? I think so. Is that what they call it that? I'm assuming. I don't know. Mongo. Mongo Togo. Yeah. I like a good mango. Yeah. They're already getting season though. They're normally pretty. I don't know. I feel like they're hit or miss. Mangoes? It's pretty hard to get a good one these days. Just got to be around them. Got to be where they grow them, huh? I guess we got to go to Africa. <laughs> they grow them around here, Do right? They, they no. got to. No. Come on, Florida? California? I don't know. I, I always don't know thought either. they were like 
Mexico, maybe. Mexico is mangoes. Do they? Yeah. Mango salsa. I don't know. I've had mango salsa. Pineapple salsa is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I got some good pineapples uh, when we went to Hawaii. The Dole Plantation. Now, the difference between... uh, So, I'm 38. You're 20. Mm -hmm. We have the same parents. Mm -hmm. And... That was an accident. Well... I was a surprise. You were a surprise. That's a... (laughs) Us both. <laughs> you just weren't planned. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. That doesn't mean. Yeah. So you graduated before I could talk. You graduated high school. Before yeah. I could even talk. Yeah. 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 So a long time ago. Yeah. But it's funny seeing the way that you grew up. Yeah. And the way I grew up. Mm-hmm. Like we, you know, our brother and I grew up together. My mm-hmm. brother's a year and a half younger than me. Mm-hmm. We grew up not traveling the world. I couldn't have ever said, oh, <laughs> the pineapple in Hawaii. You have to go. It was so amazing. Listen, like <laughs> it was because we lived in Guam. Again. For, for the military. Yeah, it's not yeah, like yeah. we just went to Guam. No, <laughs> we got stationed in Guam and we took, um, we do, they do the hops. If you're in the military, you can, if there's a plane going somewhere, a military plane, you can hop on it as a military family member or I guess a soldier whatever dad is and just go wherever they're going for free and we got lucky (laughs) i'm gonna brag again we got lucky and uh got to hop on a four-star general's private jet and go to uh uh, hawaii for a few days and i think it rained almost the whole time but on the way back we didn't get so lucky and ended up strapped to this like the side you know the insides where they keep all the cargo got strapped to the side of like a b-52 or something no, it wouldn't have been a B-52. It was something. Like it was one of the big hangar ones. Oh, like a... A B... No. I don't know what it was. Was it like a C-130 or something? Like a giant thing where you could put giant. tanks in it? I think so. Whoa. Yeah. Yep. Those but you were like strapped to the, the sides of it. You weren't even in the middle. You were just... Was it comfortable? No. At all? It was super loud. But, I mean, I'm not going to brag. I got a free trip to Hawaii, so... It was nice. Yeah. yeah. But we did have very different upbringings. Well, we went to Orlando once. I've never been to Florida. Well, got you beat there. I know. I've never been to Disney World. I've been no. to Disneyland. I've never been. I'd rather go to Disneyland than Disney World. We went to Disney World. It was... Is that before they built all the Hogwarts and Universal oh, and yeah. stuff? Oh, yeah. Wait, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. an adult when uh, all the, the whole Hogwarts phenomenon took over. I was never allowed to read or watch Harry Potter growing up. Because <laughs> mom saw an interview with J.K. Rowling that she said she... Uh, drive some of her spells from Wiccan, which is real witchcraft, apparently. I mean, it is. But so she didn't want me to watch Harry Potter because it had real witchcraft in it. And I just, for the first time last summer, watched all the Harry Potters. And I got to say, I don't understand what the hype's about. It's not that good. I was the same way. Changed like, my mind. <laughs> yeah, it's, I don't know. I don't know. I like Lord of the Rings better. Every generation kind of has their little thing that the they thing. jump on. Yeah. Like their little yeah entertaining movies or like you know the star wars hunger games hunger yeah but i don't like those either i don't know i'm a tough critic though are you i like star wars some of them are good some of them are not yeah emperor strikes back is the best one the original i I watched the original the original three yeah those were good they started halfway through the story right and then they went back and did the younger years and the young ones weren't as good right i'm trying to think revenge of the sith isn't good I I did it. Diff- I I didn't really watch Star Wars when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. You would see it on from time to time, but yeah. I never like sat down and said, "All right, 
I'm going to watch all of the Star Wars or I'm, I'm going to make a conscious effort to wa watch these. I yeah. never did that. And then when I was older, they started doing the new ones. Mm -hmm. And I waited till they all came out because when they put like the old ones came out as episode three or four, five and six. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then the new ones, they did one, two and three. Yeah. So I waited till all of them were out and then I watched them. One, two, three, four, five, six. Some people will say you're not even supposed to watch it like that, though. So. Well, that's how I did it, and I thought yeah. it was cool. Yeah. Uh, I, it's so hard to keep up now, though, because now they have all the oh. offshoots of it. They have yeah. Rogue One, which is really good. I liked Rogue One. They have the new ones, which I guess are seven, eight, and then they're making nine. So they had uh, Last Jedi, whichever the other one is. I don't know. Um, and then, then they have Solo, which just came out. It's not getting good reviews, and they have... I don't know, a few other ones. But I don't know. They're all right. Kind of sad they killed off Harrison Ford, but probably smart. Spoiler <laughs> alert. Oh, okay. You guys had two or three years to catch up with that one. But they booked Harrison Ford for, I think, two new Indiana Jones movies, one or two Indiana Jones movies coming oh, out wow. in the next two years. They're that's still doing That's those? risky. How old is that guy? 70-something. How old is... So Indiana Jones is like... You know, they did one... It was like one of the like It's a pretty good reboot time. Yeah. yeah. All right. So we were talking Star Wars. whoop de do. Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones. Oh, yeah. Indiana Jones. I like that. Oh, uh, that's right. I was talking about like one of the last Indiana Joneses was Indiana Jones. The Crystal Skull. Oh, okay. With so his son. And it stunk. Yeah. It was not good. It was with Shia LaBeouf. Okay. No, there was one right before that where it was Indiana Jones's dad. It was uh, Sean Connery. That's his dad? In the In movie. The yeah. Actually, I don't know who Sean Connery is, to be honest. Are I'm you kidding me? I'm thinking someone else, I think. Sean Connery. He was a... No. Uh, his dad, the art, the the older guy, the one he's in all of them. Sean Connery is? He is? Is he? No, I think he was just in one of them, and he was Indiana Jones' dad in that one. Oh, the one I think with, it was like number three. The one three. with the Nazis, right? Maybe. Where he's in the tank or something. I don't know. And they fly off, and they fly off into the plane... Or with a plane, and then the other planes start chasing him, and then the dad starts shooting them down. Is it that one? I don't remember. I just remember him being the dad. I don't know who Sean Connery is, though, so. I'm trying to do, I, like, an impression. I'm trying to think of, what like, What is a, he in, though? Uh, Things that you might know. Let's see. The Hunt for Red October. Entrapment. Nope. Uh, he, was a, he was one of the James Bonds way back in the day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's Scottish. He's. Yeah. Yeah. Handsome fella, yeah. even to this day. You have to be to be a Bond, right? Yeah, I guess you do. There yeah. are no... Is there an ugly Bond? What about that uh, Roger Moore fella? I don't know who that is. That's like one of the originals, too. Um, Let's see. Pierce Brosnan. Okay. He's a handsome fella. Uh, Daniel Craig. Handsome. Dime piece. Uh, one of the original ones. I don't know. There's a few older ones that are not bad looking either. I don't know. Yeah. Do pretty well with those. Got to. I don't know. I think they're going to have a new one, though, pretty soon. A new Bond? They're rumored. Have you, did you ever watch Homeland? The sh TV show? Yeah, with Claire Danes and um, eh, Mandy Patinkin. I saw a few episodes. The guy, the redhead guy, who's like the one who was the prisoner of war, you know, in it. I don't. They're talking about making him the new Bond, but I don't think he's attractive, so I don't know how that would work out. You heard it first, guys. The new James Bond is not He's not going to be the attractive. new James Bond. I think they were actually talking about Idris Elba, though, and he's attractive. Ooh, a black James Bond. I mean, it's time, isn't it? Ooh, I think I did hear something about that. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like maybe a couple years ago mm-hmm. or a year and a half, they were saying. They were talking about, and I remember some, Angelina Jolie <coughs> recently said, I would never be a Bond girl. I would be Bond. No, that's not how it works. James yeah. Bond. It's a guy. Come on. Gotta be a guy. She was already Tomb Raider girl, right? Yeah, Lara Croft. Lara Croft. They just redid that one too. Yep, with a whole, yeah. With a, what's her name? I have no idea. Alicia Vikander. Don't know who that is. I'm so, like, I don't know anything about, like. She is married to Michael Fassbender. I don't even know who that is. Sounds name. He's an an X-Men, I think. I don't know. Whatever. I don't know much about X-Men either. Boy, I'm just, I'm not very pop culture. I've never seen the X-Men. I think, I mean, I've seen parts of it, but they just seem so chaotic and they have so many different, like, I just feel like they don't all go together. They don't make sense. Their, their world is too, too crazy for me. They're Marvel, right? Yeah, but they're like an offshoot of Marvel. Or I shouldn't say that, but I don't know. But Deadpool's, some of the like second rate X-Men are in the new Deadpool and the original Deadpool. Second rate? Yeah, the ones that aren't in the X-Men movies, but are like in the comics, I guess. Okay. The big tin guy that's that has the Russian accent, I think, is in it. You know that? I Again, I don't know anything about... I don't even know if that's in the comics, so... I'm sure it is. I'm sure they don't just make up I don't characters. know. Is Deadpool a comic? Was he a comic? I think so. But they just made him super crass for the movie. I think he was like that in the comics really? as well. I like it. I think Ryan Reynolds is hilarious, though. Yeah. The new one's good. They they form a little, like, team. I, they made those characters up, but they form a little team because he wants to stop someone, obviously. And they have, like, an invisible guy, and you find out that it's, like, this famous person at the end. It's really funny, but I won't tell you who it is because you have to watch it. Um, I'm trying to think who else is in it, but they have, like, a lot of cameos in the in the movie. It's pretty funny. I'll check it out. I want to watch them. Everybody says such great I things about I think you about would like them. I'm especially. sure I would. Yeah. It's they take a lot of shots. Of they take a lot of shots at the DC and Marvel thing. And like, he's like, oh, you're a dark villain. Are you sure you're not supposed to be in the DC universe? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's so funny. Oh, that's he takes, funny. He takes shots at himself. Like, Ryan Reynolds was in that bust of a movie, uh, Green Lantern. And he makes fun of that. Oh, yeah, that's right. That movie's stunk. He was, that's, so that's like a superhero movie. Yeah. So he was like that a was couple a different one. superheroes. Yeah, but they, yeah, he stinks. Though. Is there I anybody guess. else that was a couple superheroes? The oh, villain in that. You know who else was? Who? Ben Affleck. Batman. Batman. Do but, you know the, butt chin Batman. I don't know. I didn't see that one. I, I refused it, to see it. It was awful. Batman versus I won't Superman. See I won't see that either. A waste of my time. I'm a bit. See, I, I'm not a big comic book guy, but I do love Batman. I love the Batman things. Yeah. I always have. I remember you loved the ones with, uh, what's his Christian name? Christian Bale. Yeah, the Christopher Nolan one. I go all the way back since I was a wee lad and watching uh, Adam West on the old school. Mm-hmm. Like, I loved watching those. Like, Wait, I've always been a Batman guy. Even what the else cartoons. Was ben Affleck? Uh, he was Daredevil. He was? Yep. With uh Daredevil, is that the blind one? Yep. But not the one on Netflix. Not he the one did on Netflix. he did a, a horrible movie years ago and there was some chick it might have been Jennifer Garner might have been in it too. He's married. Wasn't he married to her? Uh yeah. Oh yeah. He was. Yeah. But uh let's see, Josh Brolin is the villain in the new Avengers that just came out and he's the villain in the new Deadpool. Oh, but someone. But is he the same person? Is he the no, same character? No, he's Thanos in the Avengers, the big guy, like the one with the huge chin. Okay. Uh, with all the rings, Infinity Stones or whatever, and then he's—I forget what his name is—something in Deadpool too. 
I forget his name, though. That doesn't make sense to me. Why wouldn't he also They don't be cross over, though, because Deadpool wouldn't be... I don't know. He said like someone else was villains in two separate movies, and he was like, well, they were able to do it, so I can do it. Because okay. I don't think they're going to cross over, so it's fine, but I don't know. Not my world. I don't know. Yeah. Anyways. I, I like movies, though, so... I do, too. Yeah. We watched Thor last night. Yeah. The Ragnarok one. That was good. I was... I mean, I kind of fell asleep towards the end, but that's just... I've been fighting fatigue lately for yeah. whatever i have no idea what's going on with me lately but i just it's called having two kids no it's not that it's something else that's like, how i felt since i've been here really yeah so t- i took like two naps yesterday kids it's, will run your ragged if you're not used to it oh man yeah mm-hmm. yikes how especially does that, everyone does it and i don't get it especially when you have them at the ages you know when they're close like that you yeah. know mine are basically five and two yeah and you're just there's no they they don't stop. No, they don't. Yeah, I know. That's why I was like, here, play a video game. <laughs> yeah, play video. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like, yeah, good for you. I don't think it's gonna be a while till I'm able to do that. I think. You Ooh. shouldn't even be thinking about I that. I shouldn't. You got so many that's, things. I know. And I that's know. I'm not. I'm not. But you, all yeah. of my friends are. So it's just. They're thinking about it. Oh man, yeah. All How old are your friends? Like what? My you're, age. You're really? My friends I graduated with are all my age, and I mean that's fine. That's kind of what Grand Rapids is like. It's very, um, I don't know. It's it's a Dutch community. They all get married very young. They all get married to the first person they date in high school or college. Really? They go to college. A lot of them go to college right down the street from the high school that we went to, which is fine. It's just I'm not accustomed to it. They all grew up there with. It doesn't family. sound like you're gonna have any kind of growth when you yeah. do that. You know, like. To me, once you're out of high school and it's time for that college age, Mm -hmm. I would think you'd want to, like, learn how to spread your wings and be like, finally, I'm an adult. I can go do what I want and go where I want. And why why be right? I mean, yeah, everybody loves their family and you want to still have them in your life, but you can still move a couple hours away just to get have some semblance of being away from them, you know? Oh, yeah. It's the culture there. I don't understand it. I mean whatever it's that du- dutch culture it's the dutch yeah they're all six two and blonde <laughs> everyone there yeah super tall super blonde they're all related they all have almost the same last name it all starts with de like de Vries. oh yeah yeah devos the devosses are there they have van something van andel van der beek like that kind of stuff james van der beek yeah i guess he'd be dutch probably Old dawson creek yeah they called i never it watched dutch that. creek yeah I don't. I never watched that, but I. That was my. That was in high school. Uh, Katie Holmes was in that, right? Katie Holmes was in that. She was married to Tom Cruise. That's right. Scientologist. And then she was. Is she? Her and Jamie Foxx were like. Yeah, that was a surprise. That was a twist. I didn't see that one coming. Who would see that coming? That's an interesting couple. Yeah, she doesn't seem very. She seems kind of dull, so it's interesting. Yeah. Do you ever watch? So much flavor. Yeah. Do you ever watch Baby Driver? Oh, great movie. Oh, so good. I did like, I yeah. loved the way, it was so different how they in, incorporated all that music. Yeah, the music went along with every yeah. pace. Yeah. And then if he, there wasn't playing music because he had tinnitus or whatever in his ears, it would be ringing. Yeah. Oh, that's oh, why it was? Like, yeah, because he wasn't listening to music, so they actually played the ringing. Oh, it was so good. Oh, okay. I watched that movie like three times in theaters because I would tell everyone, I was like, oh, you have to watch Baby Driver. Yeah. And they're like, okay, let's go see it. That's such like, a horrible name. Ugh. Well, it's because of the Simon and Garfunkel song. I had no idea. Uh, they play it at the end of the movie, and it's basically his life story. Oh, whose I life mean, story? Babies? Yeah, babies. Okay. Yeah, because he like 
he was born with music in his ears. It's just like it's it's not his life story, but it kind of goes along. Okay. With it. Yeah. I saw the preview for that. It's one other movie. And I was like, Baby, what a stupid name. And you're going to call it like his name's Baby. This is going to be horrible. And then you watch the trailer and get yeah. into it. Like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah. Let's not judge. And I like it. Judge because, it by the name. Yeah. They, they pick actual good <coughs> music, but it's kind of like deep cuts. Right. As opposed to Guardians of the Galaxy, where they pick the number one songs that everyone knows right. from the 70s and 80s, like that kind of thing. So I, I liked that, too. They played a lot of like sheer heart attack like you don't hear that in guardians of the galaxy you hear like bohemian rhapsody in guardians of the galaxy right. which is a great song but yeah it's just different yeah i liked it i wish i made more original movies like that i feel like every movie now is either prequel sequel offshoot i don't know a lot remake. of horrible just they, they're just lazy yeah there's been a few remakes lately that i just don't understand why they would ever do that I just think like they're too soon even it's yeah. like that one movie wasn't that jurassic long. park they just redid that one with chris pratt and they just did the second one, Wait, too. Wait, they redid Jurassic Park? Mm-hmm. Or now it's Jurassic World. But it's not the same story and everything, is it? Well, I guess not. No, it's not. But it's uh, but people have been criticizing the second Jurassic World that just came out because it's almost identical to one of the original. Really? Uh, Jurassic Park 2 or something like that. Lost World or something like that. Yeah. I was a big Jurassic Park. You know, I read that he was my favorite. Michael Crichton was one of my favorite. Well, he was my favorite author growing up. Like I read all his stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those movies were good. Yeah, yeah. Well, who knew we'd be talking pop culture movies and things? I was kind of curious about you being a millennial. Oh yeah. But but not a typical millennial. You're no. millennial by birth, yeah. age or birth date. Yeah. But you're not like this typical snowflake. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty accurate. I think, yeah, I go to University of Michigan, which is, whew, that is very liberal. It's the epicenter, I think, of leftism. But, uh, yeah, people would say, oh, like, don't, like, my friend said all of his family was like, oh, don't drink the blue Kool-Aid while you're there. You're going to become a liberal. And all my (laughs) friends say that. They're like, you're going to graduate. You're going to be a liberal, which, whatever. But, it's it's very different. I think they said nationally they just announced that it's a twelve to one ratio for liberal to conservative professors. I would I go think so far as to say most schools are like that. Right? No, most colleges, yeah. They did all the colleges and they kind of did like the average or whatever. But I would say that even Michigan is probably like twenty five to one. Wow. I don't think I've had one conservative professor yet. I had one that I couldn't really tell. So I like that. I think that's the way it should be. I don't want right. an outright anything pushing yeah. anything i want to learn the material well yeah it shouldn't even matter if it it should i know it does but it shouldn't matter if you're conservative or liberal when you're a teacher because yeah. you're supposed to be teaching material not opinions yeah. right i get that and i agree with that but also once you think about it it's so hard because now your politics is in every sphere of your life so it's so hard to separate it for a lot of people um i'm trying to think like I just I'm thinking of the material in my classes and it's so hard to teach that without influence. Yeah. But what kind of classes are you taking? I mean, I mean, I'm a poli sci major. And so I take I've taken a few philosophy classes, which I don't enjoy because I think philosophy is like too subjective and they all contradict each other. But um, I think I had one professor that was talking about like race. uh, What is it called when? you get stopped because of your race racial profiling yeah racial profiling, profiling I can't and talk. yeah but it, it's it's just interesting because I, I feel like i have to do double the work to make sure that like i don't know because i took a, a 
constitutional history class this sem- last semester, and I don't know enough about each individual SCOTUS case, obviously. So I have to go and kind of do twice the work. And well, that's kind of is isn't that the point of the class though? To no. Kinda, oh no, you sh- you're supposed to know all the. Well, no, no. I'm just saying, like everyone just kind of takes your word for it. It takes the teacher's word for it. But then I know okay. how biased the professors are that I feel like I have to go and read extra just to make sure but I like it because I I transferred to Michigan from a small Christian college Gordon Gordon near Boston and while that was kind of liberal it it still was it was a different um, environment right and so I like it better at Michigan because I am challenged by other views and I've gotten more involved with things I believe in whereas most people at Gordon believed in the same things as I did so mm-hmm. I like the challenge but it's definitely very biased I don't know well that's that's the case everywhere though it's, yeah it's become a place of indoctrination instead of education yeah it's well especially with if you're in the poli sci world yeah. Where that's what is the whole world kind of revolves around yeah. that. Mm-hmm. I mean, sure. I'm sure if you went to like the science area, even there's that. You c- but even then, what you can't, you can't really f- force your opinions when science is involved. You'd think you would think, you, but you, it's it's very like, I don't know. It's just interesting because I feel like science has all but been ab- abandoned for the most part because it's just hard because some things you'd think are factual but everything can be twisted even like one news story appears a completely opposite way and it's the same story so it's so hard to know and statistics especially now like i was talking to dad's australian friends and they were using one statistic and i was using the other about the same exact thing and we had completely opposite numbers on other ends of the spectrum so you know it's hard to know what what's true because yeah things are completely opposed the same thing so, like, he was said, oh, there's been 200 school shootings this year already or some crazy number. Uh-huh. And we're only halfway through the year. And, <laughs> I mean, obviously, one is too many if there's any school shootings. But I had one that was like, well, what are, y- wha- what are your parameters? He's saying, like, one injury, one anything. But everyone gauges school sh- or mass shootings based on four or more deaths. So, it's just, like, Wait, people are manipulating the numbers. Four or more deaths? Four or more uh, that's considered injuries. a school no a mass shooting that's how oh, they determine oh yeah yeah okay. what's like a homicide versus a mass shooting like that kind of thing so even when people say oh the numbers have been rising it's because they changed the four parameter that the government uses mm-hmm. to three so the number skyrockets okay and some people take out gang related violence when it comes to gun violence or mass shootings that kind of thing uh-huh. and other people's include other people include it to make it look like there's way more sure so it's just nobody is playing by the same rules so it's kind of hard to know what's what they just kind of skew the statistics to yeah yeah further their agenda yeah sure yeah so the club i'm involved in at michigan what's this club uh yaf yeah young americans for freedom it's one of the only conservative groups on campus and we did so tabling events for the second amendment kind of recently after parkland happens okay just to say we're in favor of control when it comes to mental health checks and improving the nick system which is the one where you have to put all of the criminals uh information in the database so they can't go and buy a gun but currently only 80 percent of the criminals are actually put in there. Not everyone finishes their paperwork. Okay. So there's a 20% chance if you're a criminal, you can still go and buy a gun at a gun store. 
So like we were saying, let's fix that and that will solve a lot of problems. Let's cross it over with mental health and that could solve a lot of things. Yeah. And um, so we tabled on campus kind of saying that, that we support the Second Amendment, but we also don't want mass shootings because a lot of the times people are like, oh, well, you see like our cousin put on Facebook, like the GOP and the NRA are responsible for the Parkland shooting. And I was like, well, I'm part of both. So <laughs> sorry. I didn't don't realize the NRA and the government was in there shooting these kids. Yeah. Uh, the government. Uh, when yeah. was the last time that uh, the NRA actually did shoot up a school? It had to be recently, right? Yeah. Never. No, <laughs> never. There's never been one shooter in any way affiliated but, with the NRA. But they keep blaming the NRA exactly. for school shootings, but they're actually not in there shooting people up. No. They, well, that's the thing about Parkland is that I know this is so old and it's been so talked about, but that's the thing about <coughs> Parkland is that nobody at Parkland is even blaming the shooter. They're all blaming Trump. They're all blaming the really? NRA. I've Data paid Lash. zero attention to it. How? It's been on the news for the past four I don't, months. Th- you know, I used to get involved. Involved is wrong. I used to watch a lot of news, listen to a lot of talk news, uh, read just like, yeah, I wasn't like deep in that world but mm-hmm. i spent enough time for a few years where i was just invested in po- politics just knowing what's going on yeah and, and i've just it, it gets so tiresome oh, and it's yeah. just so it's just this big circle it becomes name calling it yeah. just becomes like you can't have a discussion with anybody yeah it, it just nobody wants to sit down and have an open discussion on a subject that you guys disagree on yeah Everyone so wants to talk in their own circle of people who already agree with them, and that gets nothing done. A lot done. of echo chambers. It's totally yeah. – Twitter's totally an echo chamber, especially. Yeah. It's just, oh, like, say one thing, and then all of your friends are going to retweet it, and then right. these people are going to just fight you. It's just the same for either side, and it's just kind of pointless. I mean, I still use Twitter, but <laughs> – No, I get it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just – it's frustrating, but um, – Politics I, is just frustrating. Yeah, that's why I just – I don't pay attention to that stuff anymore. It's just – Yeah. Do you think that politics has gotten – or people have gotten more involved in politics in recent years than normal. Because mm. I can't say, like, I think Clinton was at his tail end of his presidency when I was born. So all I remember is Bush and Obama. Okay. Um, I don't know if people are more involved, but I just think it might seem like that because social media yeah, and yeah. everybody has a voice. Mm-hmm. I mean, I used to do Facebook. I don't do Facebook. It's been, it's been well over a year yeah. since I've, done Facebook because it was I, I, I was on Facebook a little bit before Trump was yeah elected and that's all Facebook is is politics oh yeah it's every it's politics and then people inviting you to their LuLaRoe leggings party <laughs> like I'm not interested in either of those right things. that I mean, is it's and it's and there's no character uh what do you call that uh what are you talking about? You know, not letters. How many you can use? Restriction. There's no yeah, characters yeah. restriction. You can type up a novel on there and post it. Yeah. And yeah, it just got, it just got, I got into a few arguments with some. Oh yeah. I've done that on. Silly people. Cousins page a few times. Really? Yeah. yeah and she posted something that was like, she posted, um, I want to say like a picture of an axe saying how many murders are committed with that a year and how she posted something or a bunch of weapons and then she had and there was even like a shotgun on or no there was a rifle on there a hunting rifle and she said hunting and then there was another rifle that said murder or something like that and I go this doesn't make any sense I said 
those are both rifles. And she yeah. goes, oh, the shotgun? And I said, those are both rifles. They can do the same damage. Like, you're being ridiculous. You don't yeah. I said, I don't think it's too much to ask, to ask people who are trying to take away my guns to at least have a basic knowledge of guns. Right. Like, it drives me nuts. Like, Dad's Australian friends were like, oh, well, you and your automatic weapons. I was like, automatic weapons aren't even legal. No, I don't even know where you can find an you automatic can't. weapon. You yeah. can't. You can't unless you want to go through, like, thousands and tens of thousands of dollars getting licenses and yeah. it's just ridiculous so you can't get them anymore unless you're really really wise with the uh black market i'm but sure still, it's still not legal you no know? that's what i'm saying yeah, is yeah. That it, uh, and i was trying to say to the dad's australian friend because uh, i was told not to speak about politics so i didn't bring it up and they brought it up and they're like so you as a millennial what do you think about the gun control movement and i said i don't think you're gonna like what i have to say <laughs> i said i generally distrust people who are trying to get rid of ar-15s like david hogg and everyone there i i generally distrust them because they completely ignore the gun violence that goes on with handguns the majority of gun violence i think 80 percent is done with a handgun and they're trying to get rid of an AR-15 because it happened at a school and well, like because another they, shooting. that and they look scary. Yeah, exactly. An AR so just if, looks scary. So, yeah. oh my gosh. And yeah. they use the same kind of ammo that another type of ri- a wooden rifle that doesn't look as scary, you mm. know, like a hunting one. It's just it's ridiculous. So I don't trust that because if they want to take that away without acknowledging gun violence that happens with other guns, then that's going to be next. They're going to move on. And I just oh yeah, it's not the solution. Yeah, I mean a lot of people are get mad at the the stance that the NRA has where you're not going to touch anything. Yeah. And people get upset about that. Well, oh, well, I guess you just want kids to die. And I look at it as like, so smokers. Mm-hmm. Smokers back in the day could smoke anywhere they want. Any, there was no restrictions. You could smoke on airplanes. You could smoke anywhere in a restaurant. Mm-hmm. And then at some point, they would go to, to like, the, you know what, smokers? We still want your business. We we will have you in our establishment, mm-hmm. but we're going to put you off over here. Or outside. <laughs> or, well, no, it first started like yeah, in the on, this, on this yeah, side yeah. of the restaurant, mm-hmm. smoking only. Yeah. They were like, yeah, okay, I guess we'll do it as long as we can still smoke. Yeah. And then, then there's like, all right, well, only outside. And yeah. now it, it. Some places you can't even, if you have outdoor seating, you can't. Right. And so there was these small in- incremental steps that they've made yeah. to smokers and the smokers just kept accepting it. All right, fine. We'll go outside. It's yeah. 10 degrees out, but all right, as long yeah. as I can smoke. But that's where they're at. Now they're outside. Yeah. Okay. Then it gets to now here in Kansas City, there's um, different cities within the city that say, no, you can't smoke here. Like they banned <laughs> No smoking in any establishment except for the casino. Yeah, that's crazy. And so that's where that's where it's gotten. Yeah. So when you bend a little bit and you keep bending and bending and bending, yeah. Guess what? You're not smoking anymore. Mm-hmm. And so the, I think the NRA NRA's decision to not move at all is smart. Didn't Be- they support the banning of bump stocks though? Right after I want to say the Las Vegas shooting happened. I don't know. I think they had something to do with that, and I did not agree with that because you can easily make that on your own. So why would you even give that? Probably, yeah. I don't, I don't know. But the thing is, I would. I think what you just said is crazy. But I would agree with. Um, I think like small businesses have the right to do that, or businesses have the right to say, "I don't want you, you to smoke." Well, but if the government is saying, "But that's what I'm saying is," no so smoking. the NRA is saying yeah. we're not going to move because I, I don't. I, I'm not saying they consciously thought this or this was in their mind. But if you look at it, like, well, if we 
bend just a little bit, just like the smokers did, yeah. soon you guys are going to be taking all of our guns. Yeah. Because it'll bend a little bit. Okay, no semi-automatics. Oh, all right, I guess we That's we'll everything, though. Well, For the most part. Yeah, yeah. Okay, like no, no magazines with yeah, more than this 30, many clips. Yeah. All right, we'll, we're fine. And then it's five years gone. later, they'll be like, you know what? We want to revise that. Let's just make it down to just... One at a time. You can only put one bullet in at yeah. a time, you know, like musket style. Well, they had that in a DC for a while is that you could have a handgun, but you had to have it completely disassembled. Oh, really? And for for home protection. Do you think <laughs> you're going to be able to put an entire handgun together if you hear someone in your house right. in the middle of the night? That completely defeats the purpose. Unless I mean, you're one of those crazy, like Forrest Gump. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just learned how to take apart a handgun a few days ago. Actually. Look at you! Yeah. I don't know how to do anything. But um, shoot it. Yeah, but it's it's ridiculous. I I still think even like the few things that they have now, like the three day waiting period for some things, that's dangerous for someone who has like an abusive ex mm -hmm. or someone with a you know like a restraining order. Right. Like you shouldn't have to wait. Like why would you have to wait three days or the twenty one year thing for yeah. handguns? I mean, I'm fine with it. Whatever. But I just with the twenty one what. 21 years until you're like 21 year olds for handguns. I didn't know that was a rule. Yeah. I can't have one. Until I mean, I can if you're. Oh. I think you, you have to go fill out like a bunch of paperwork. If you like if dad was to transfer his to me, okay. he would have to like. I don't know. It's a process. But. Huh. Yeah. To For. I mean, concealed carry, though. But yeah. What I'm talking about. Oh, OK. Yeah. Well, actually, it might be all handguns. I'm not. Whatever. But I just. Eh. It's just you give a little and then slowly, yeah, and then next slowly, thing you know, slowly, yeah. yeah. And so that's where the NRA yeah. I think is doing. Yeah, I, I I understand why they're like we're not going to budge because we yeah. don't want to be out smoking when it's ten degrees out. Yeah, but even the Australians were like, well, don't you think the NRA has too much power? And I said, think about who's giving them the power though. They're a lobbying group. They're mm -hmm. empowered by American citizens who want to protect their rights. Right. That's no different than any other group Lobbyist. for yeah. education reform or something like private education school choice. Like you're not saying that about that type of thing. Right. It's only because it's the Second Amendment. It's and only something they that have like you six disagree million with. members right. who want to see their gun rights protected and that's their job. They're not benefit they're a non profit, aren't they? They're not benefiting. Like they're not being they're not shilling money. They're not being paid by people under the table. They're just advancing what American citizens want them to see, as is any other topic that you think of that has a lobbying group, you know? Yeah. It's crazy. Crazy day. Crazy days. Crazy days. Crazy days we live in. Yeah. I don't know. Still the best time to live in, though. Yeah. Well, it yeah, you're right. You're right. People say, oh, the good old days, but I mean, I don't The have, good old days. I don't have smallpox, so right, I'm pretty exactly. happy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the good days people were dying at 32 because they cut their leg. Yeah. It's bad. I mean, that wasn't that long ago. Or yeah, it really wasn't. Yeah. Like, what? Not even 100 years ago. I mean, America's really young. People don't but think about that. Human history is really young. Yeah. But, yeah, it's crazy. Well, that we know of. Whatever. No, it could be. I don't know. I'm fascinated with, like... I know. It, that's the thing, though, is there's so much conflict over how old the earth is or how it all i don't know it's just hard to know it's pretty old yeah i don't really care to be honest whatever i don't, uh, that's care. I don't care how old the earth is. no i like that people stuff. fight over that and at school and i'm just like whatever like because there's a lot of people that think it's like twelve thousand years old and some people think yeah and there's some people think it's like 47 million years old oh it's like a i don't know i believe it's in the billions 
Oh, I heard. Uh, Which is insane. That is crazy. It's insane. A billion is a. I saw something yesterday. <sighs> they discovered uh, dinosaur fossils for the first time after uh, George Washington was had died. So he didn't even know that dinosaurs ever existed. Isn't that crazy to think about? Oh, oh, I see what they you're saying. They discovered fossils after oh, he died. Oh, that humans didn't know about dinosaurs until, until fairly recently. Well, that makes sense. I want to like 17. Uh, is that right? 17? No. 18? I don't know. No. I'm trying to think what year it was, but I don't remember. But it was like maybe a decade after he had died that they discovered the first dinosaur fossil. Really? So he never knew that dinosaurs ever existed. Yeah. Anybody up to his point? Yeah. That we know of? Yeah. Talk about a president that doesn't know. <laughs> going on he didn't even know dinosaurs existed no but uh i was saying something else i don't remember what hmm. oh yeah so i took two i have mandatory uh natural science classes that i have to fulfill for my degree what's natural science like like uh earth weather that kind of stuff okay. climate change so i had i took a total of five cl- science classes last year and I went from one to the other in a day because it was like a mini course. So I took both in one day. And I'm trying to think. One was saying that one professor was like, we're going to have an ice age pretty soon. And everyone's going to die. And he's like, we're having an ice age. We are in a mini ice age right now. But he was saying like the ice age, like the movie ice age where everyone gets wiped out. Right. Like little scrat in that, the woolly yeah, mammoth yeah. guy. Yeah, humans don't do well on Ice Age. No. We better hope that doesn't happen. No, I mean, I think the Eskimos might survive, but I'm not going to do very well. I don't know. No, I, I'm not very few people will I'm do well. I'm not good with weather, no. Yeah. But, uh, and then I went to the other class the same day, and the guy was like, the earth is melting, we're going to drown. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, well, which one is it? I You're mean, right. it sounds like we're doomed, but they're completely opposite ideas. Which one's which? Well, we... I mean, I get the weather fluctuates, and, uh, and the well, apparently the axis is changing, so the sun's rising a little bit off its axis. I don't know. That's a data saying. Well, we better hope if it's one or the other, it's a warming trend. Like, if there is a global a global warming, man-made or not, we humans do good in that. Yeah. We don't do good in the cold. Like an ice, if a actual ice, like a big ice age hit, like the movie Ice Age, like yeah. There'd be very few people left. We could all walk to Russia, though. The Bering Strait would re- oh, repair, yeah. you know, to freeze over. Walk from Alaska to Russia, right? Yeah, we'll have uh, Sarah Palin yeah, guide us. She'll, she can she'll see lead it from our house. <laughs> she never said that, you know. That's I know. a myth. That was I on know. SNL. It's so funny, though. I know. It is funny. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, that was an interesting pick on what McCain's part. That was very interesting. Yeah. Pick. I remember when Dad retired they read a book about Amish people when they were trying to decide what to do post-retirement from the military. They read a book about Amish people and they seriously looked into becoming Amish. And then they read Sarah Palin's book and they really wanted to move to Alaska for a while. So I'm just lucky they didn't read a book about like a cult or something. Because it probably would have <laughs> ended up in that. <laughs> no, that, I don't know. They're smarter than that. No, I know. But they're very like, oh, that sounds so nice. Let's move to Alaska. That does sound, that is you nice. You can see them in Alaska, though, for sure. I can sure. see myself in Alaska. I'd love to be. Did you or Chris work there for a Chris while? Chris worked there. He worked on a boat, right? Yeah, he off the Kenai Peninsula. Yeah. Or did yeah. you fish? Yep, catching halibut. Catch. Yeah. Is that show still going, Deadliest Catch? I think so. I don't know. Yeah. One of the guys just died, though. Yeah, some, yeah. Yeah, one of the younger guys, though. Oh, speaking of. Anthony Bourdain. Sad. Just today. Yeah. That's so sad. Like, same with Kate Spade. These people have 
the lives that other people look at and say, wow. Dream of. Yeah. Who didn't gets, dream of being Anthony Bourdain oh, for like a month? I was just saying, like, that's my dream job. Like, you get paid to go and eat food in other countries and just talk about it. Yeah. Like, that is a dream. Yeah. Kate Spade living on Park Avenue, million, multi-millionaire. You know, it's just, it's sad because you never know what people are fighting. Yeah. Because well, it, from the outside, that's like the dream life. And I can obviously see it wasn't. the Kate Spade thing. Because money doesn't necessarily buy you anything. You can yeah. be whatever. I mean, yeah, it would be nice to have tons and tons of money where that those problems are alleviated, but that doesn't help anything with like mental depression, I guess. Yeah, but that's the thing is that nobody's exempt from mental depression or mental illness. Right. But the thing, the Anthony Bourdain thing is, I don't look at him like he had so much money. Why you do it? Yeah. You look at him like he had a full. He life. had the life. Yeah. Like just. He doing whatever about, he wanted. Yeah, he talked about his, he had some problems with alcohol and depression. He's talked about it before. Oh, yeah. But you just almost forget <clears throat> about it because look at him, you know? Because they put he plays his it best off. face. Well, they plus, it's, yeah. when it, everything's edited and recorded, yeah. and everything, they put his best face mm-hmm. forward, and then you're not, you won't see all the dark stuff. Yeah, but he's written about it before, too, about his depression. And okay. he writes about it in such a way that he makes light of it almost okay. and it's just like oh well i never realized he yeah. uh, he struggled with depression i know he struggled with like he was a uh, heroin addicted to heroin really when he was, oh yeah i didn't even see that big time into heroin when he was wow. younger and all the other drugs that there's would go actually, along with that yeah there's a lot of uh from what i've heard the world of cooking and being like a chef like an oh. actual chef oh yeah cuz the hours are so crazy and just the lifestyle oh, there's big tons time. of drugs and alcoholism surrounding it I were, I've worked in a few restaurants, and when you're in that industry, that's what kind of people it's it's the night owls. You yeah. know, you I'd be s- good at that job. It's a it's it's a good job, um, but it is it's a lot of part. It's it's all it's usually the younger people, at least for like the servers, front of the house people. Yeah. Um, and it is it's like everybody after work always gets together and goes do. Yeah. They do think like we're gonna go to the bar afterwards, yeah. and we're just gonna get drunk and party and have a good time. And it's that restaurant is that lifestyle because it's that nightlife because you don't get done until the restaurant closes at like midnight. Yeah. And then it's time up, to go yeah. out. Yeah. And then the same thing with with uh, the back of the house, all the cooks and. the Yeah. But especially in big cities, I've heard like uh, New York City, obviously. Yeah. Where it's like the powerhouse, like really good chefs, you know, Michelin stars all over the, like, that kind of thing where it's right. like really high stakes. Yeah. Then it gets intense, and I think that has a lot to do with the drug use too, just because it's so intense. Just like, want something to escape, like yeah, oh, it's such an yeah, yeah. Let me just escape for a night, so yeah. I don't have to think about seriously. That's yeah, so sad. The pressure and everything. Yeah. Yeah, he's one of the like celebrity type deaths I don't care about. Typically, it's like, eh, okay. Like Paul Walker, it's like, oh, that yeah. sucks. I love those movies. Really? I've never I, seen any of those movies. Oh, those movies are great. And he was a cool dude. Like, I've seen a couple, like, he was, like, on MTV Cribs a long time ago. He seemed cool. And he, w- and he was, like, living out of a van and surfing. And, that's that's and, cool. Yeah. Like, he was, like, a cool dude. Yeah. He was on this, uh, there was this other show on Animal Planet or something like that where they were, ca- people were just out, scientists were out catching sharks and tagging them. And he was in, he was in there with them. And it wasn't like this big promotional thing like, hey, come check out the Fast and Furious star yeah. Paul Walker doing sharks thing. It was like you could tell he was doing it because he wanted to. And yeah, it was just like, just I want to do this. And yeah. he wasn't like Taking promoting it. Or, yeah. yeah. And, he, and but like so what I'm saying is like 
someone like him, it's, it sucks that he died because I like those movies and it's yeah. not the same without him. But it didn't like hit me. But there's only like this like one. Like Robin Williams. Like I didn't care about that one either. You didn't? Nah. Mom cried. Did she? Yeah. That was really like, oh man, like I grew up watching Jumanji, Mrs. Doubtfire. What else is he in? The Pan, Peter Pan. Is he in? Which yep. Is Hook. Pan, Hook. 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 Yeah. Like, oh, I love him. He's just so funny. But yeah. that one was, oof. But it's so interesting. I mean, obviously, we know about it because they're famous, and that's why we hear about it. But yeah. it's interesting how, how prevalent like drug abuse and addiction and everything is in Hollywood, or just for people who are famous. So you do, when you party, you do drugs. Yeah, but and I when think you're the rich life famous, is depressing, I think, almost, for a lot of people. Probably not during can you that imagine, time. Like, well, yeah, but can you imagine not being... Like being able to have any privacy. I mean, I guess you know what you're right. signing up for, but to the extent I don't think you do. I don't think around. a lot of them do know what they s- they're signing themselves up for. Twenty four seven followed by you just can't go anywhere without someone taking a picture of you. If you're like uber famous, yeah, that'd yeah, be yeah, like, but, like Taylor Swift or Kim Kardashian or something. Like they're never alone. I mean, well, Kim, Kim Kardashian K probably asked loves it. it. She yeah. asked for it. Yeah, she knew what she was getting herself into. She's famous because she's always everywhere you know like she's famous for her show which is just her life she's famous famous for a sex tape yeah i mean which her mom yeah was like good job yeah basically the director for like all right we're gonna set this up and yeah we're gonna yeah it's it's a that's a weird i don't understand the kardashian phenomenon i don't understand the obsession i just don't understand honestly yeah it's like, why do I care? Like, why does I mean, anybody I don't care, care? But right. why do people why care do people, so much? Why are they so wrapped up in it? They're not, not that like interesting. They don't do anything. They're, they're dumb, honestly. They're dumb. They, they, they offer nothing to society exactly. except for... A Entertainment. Big butts. Yeah, which aren't even their butts. Uh, guys do like a big butt. Well, now. You didn't used to be that way. Guys didn't like big butts? Well, I feel like... It, there Ever heard the, of Sir Mix a lot? Well, yeah, but I think he started it. There's been a there's been a change. They it was supermodels and everyone wanted to be stick fit. Women thin. wanted to be but women wanted everyone, to be that, but, yeah, but now men didn't want to be with that. Butt. Well, yeah, yeah, whatever. Um, I still don't understand the Kim Kardashian and Kanye West thing. I am so surprised that he married her. I mean, I don't know their relationship, obviously, but that's yeah. just an unlikely pairing. Another one like Katie Holmes and Jamie Foxx. Yeah. I, that's just surprising to me, but I like Kanye. Yeah, Kanye's uh, he's an interesting fella. Yeah, I don't know. A lot of controversy around him lately, though. Yeah. Well, there's him? always con- he, that he that's what he does. No, but now people think he's a conservative. Did you see? Oh, that? Oh, because he loves Trump. Yeah, he bought the Trump hat. Yeah, he wore. Yeah, he yeah, loves Trump. Yeah. He's, yeah, yeah. And then Kim just met with Trump and oh, he got Alice. What's her name? Alice Johnson or Alice something? Pardon. Pardon. Yeah. Or her. Uh, what is it called? I don't know. I don't know much about this. I, yeah. I don't know. I, I pay, like I said, I pay such little attention to mm-hmm. pop culture and politics. That's. I feel like that's all I pay attention to. Yeah. Well, just because I'm into politics. Sure. But I don't know. What did you? What do you want to do? Like, uh, why are you? Why, like, you're. Just, it's so funny how politically driven you kind of are <laughs> it's we, I, I don't know, know. Like, i saw someone from a teacher from my high school uh, a few days ago and she was like oh miss politics over here <laughs> and i was like oh great that's what i'm known for now but uh i used to want to do law and i used to want to be a lawyer but 
after taking college classes and taking a few like pre-law type classes I'm just not that interested in it anymore and I know myself I don't really enjoy school yeah I'm enjoying learning and I'm enjoying knowledge in general but I just don't enjoy school and the whole setup of it yeah um it's boring I just know myself and I don't think I would thrive in law school I think I would be miserable I think I think that'd be a boring job yeah it looks cool on tv when they do the courtroom thing but that's such a small part of yeah. being a lawyer. I mean, I like, I don't think I would even want to be like a prosecutor or defend whatever defense attorney, but, um, I like, I, I don't know. I think the law is fascinating and like ever changing and I, I like I, whatever, but <laughs> I don't think I could do that as a profession. Yeah. So now I think I just want to finish up undergrad and maybe move to DC. I would like to work for like a consulting firm or, a lobbying group. I think it would be really cool to work for the NRA ILA. That would be awesome. Work the NRA they're, what? Their legislative action group, which is just like their lobbying side of the NRA. Okay. So I think that'd be cool. Or maybe like education lobbyists. I'd like to do that. But I don't know. I'm hoping to, this is my, my plan is okay. to get involved in like a consulting group and kind of just stay there for a while and then see if they're going to like pay for me to go get my master's or go to grad school or something like that. I think that's the way to go. Cause it's so expensive now. I don't know. That'd be cool. Or, uh, like I was, I was going to do a ROTC thing, an air force ROTC thing. And they said, ROTC. They gonna, yeah, they said, uh, they were going to pay for me to go to school and it was okay that I wanted to do political science cause they were looking for like hard sciences, like quantitative, whatever i don't even know like uh mechanics and engineering and that kind of stuff and i just do not have that mind like quantum physics type yeah, stuff yeah that okay um oh yeah they said that's what they want and they're like well it's okay you can do that we always need someone in in the like department of defense realm to work for that um and so i got the scholarship and then they said no these are the only majors that were accepting and it was all like the hard sciences so i didn't end up doing that but I think if I did something with the Air Force, that'd be cool. And they eventually pay for your school if mm. you, like, agree to work for them for another seven years. But it's a good job, good benefits. But I, I, I don't the know. Air Force? Yeah. But I kind of want to go to private sector. I think that'd be cool. That's where the money's at. Yeah. Like, defense lobbying, working for Boeing, and selling to the government. That'd be fun. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm going to D.C. on so Sunday. So you're basically are kind of, like, applying to be in the Illuminati. I don't know anything about that. Yeah, of course you don't. Nobody does. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's like, uh, who's in the Illuminati? Beyonce? Beyonce and Jay-Z, I think they're trying to get in. Yeah. Did you see that they were trying to buy the rights to the Confederate flag and then just get rid of it? No. Yeah. They got enough money for it, I'm sure. Seriously. I think the rights are like, and it's somewhere in the tri- triple digit millions. Who owns the rights to a Confederate flag? I have no idea. Or any flag. Like who? So Jim that Bean. I don't know. Does, so does, does that mean that somebody owns the rights to the American flag? I hope the government does. But that means they own it and could sell it if they wanted to, yeah? Yeah. That'd be pretty crazy if they sold it. Who would they sell it to? China. The Taliban or something. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine? Yeah, I can. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Trump would do it. He's a he, salesman. He'll sell it. Yeah. He'll sell about anything. He couldn't buy it, though, I don't think. Couldn't buy it, but he'd he's sell it. He's not as rich as everyone, or as he says he is, I don't think. So people say. I don't that's know. What a, I don't know. There was an SNL skit, and they were like, well, Trump is kind of rich. So in New York City, he'd be considered doing all right yeah. by th- the standards of his wealth. Like, he's rich, but not, like, rich, you know? Yeah. Like, St- or uh, what's his name? 
the Microsoft guy. Bill Steve Gates. Jobs. Oh, Bill Gates. Bill Steve Gates Jobs is, is rich. Apple guy. Yeah. yeah, and he's not alive. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. I don't know. I applied for a job. I was working on a Senate campaign uh, earlier this month before I took the job in D.C. And on my interview, the girl was like, so um, what is your opinion on Trump? And I was like, oh, no, this is either going to get me the job or not. Get, <laughs> like, it's one or the other. Like, I got to choose wisely. And I was like, well, I think he's doing a great job. I hesitantly voted for him, but uh, I think he's doing a better job than I expected. And I don't know. We'll see. I mean, it's still pretty early. It's still pretty early. I think he's doing better than everyone expected him to. Well, not everyone, obviously, but than people who voted for him expected him to but i'm definitely not like the type to wear one of the, the hats and i was talking to her i was like oh i would never wear the hats i just think it's too divisive and it's yeah. just not worth it and i it's just like not i'm not interested i'm not that big of a trump fan i don't i hesitantly voted for him like i said and then <laughs> i was driving her with, with her one day to go to a rally for the senate campaign i was on and she opened her trunk and her trump hat was there oh no and i was like oh no and then i looked on her facebook because she added me as a friend and her profile picture was her with a trump hat on and i was oh, like no. oh man i mean i still got the job but nice. i trash talked those hats <laughs> i want one of those stupid hats just because just for because i think it's funny oh, i think it'd be man. funny to wear they, I went to CPAC, the conservative conference in D.C. that they have every oh, year. Oh, I saw, I think I saw a picture of you with uh, Ben Shapiro. Yeah, I was met that, him. That was at that, yeah? Yeah, I'm taller than him. You I are? Mean, most people are, but yeah. He's pretty short. Or I think I'm as tall as him, but I was wearing heels, so I was taller than him. Wow. But uh, yeah, that was really cool. But I went and Trump had his own little like stand up in the hub where they have like the NRA stand. They have Heritage Foundation stand, like where you can just get materials and sign up for stuff and win stuff. And they had the Make America Great Again franchise all set up there. And they had hats and they had like women for Trump and like all this stuff. And it was so funny. I almost bought one, but I was like, eh, I would never wear it. So it's a waste. Well, if you ever find one of those hats, send it to me. I will. I'll get it signed when I'm in D.C. By who? Who do you think? Trump? Yeah. You can do that? No, I can't. Maybe. Maybe. I think you would have uh, not that hard of a time becoming a lobbyist or something for the NRA. Yeah. I have a few friends. I mean, you're 20. I'm a a woman. You're a woman. You're a good looking woman at 20 who supports the NRA. I'll be the next Dana Lash. I'll take over her job. I don't know who that is. She's a spokeswoman. She was. Did you see? You would know her if you saw her. Did you see the CNN town hall they had in Parkland right after the shooting? I didn't pay any attention. Oh, man. It was Jake Tapper, who's a really good. um, What's his name? What are they if they speak on the news? What are they called? I don't know, correspondent or something. Yeah, news anchor or something. He's a good one. He was on it, uh, moderating. uh, Rubio was on it. I cannot stand Marco Rubio. And uh, Dana Lash was on it. And everyone was, like, shouting at her, murderer, because she was there, like, representing the NRA. And they were booing her. And they were like, I hope your kids die in a school shooting. Like, they were just. They said that? They say awful things to her. But she is just, like, so quick, so wise. Yeah. yeah, everyone wants to, every woman, every conservative woman wants to be her. Oh, really? I would, I would want to be the next, that that would be a cool job. Yeah, she has her own uh, podcast, too. You could start your own podcast. Everyone has a podcast now, though. Exactly. I actually tried to start one of my best friends um, from Wisconsin, and we called it uh, Great Lakes Hot Takes, because she's from Wisconsin. Cool. I'm from Michigan. I like that name. We That's recorded it. It was an hour and a half long, and then I was like, yes, we did it. And then she was like, oh, no. It didn't uh, record. Ooh, we almost <laughs> like, had that problem. I know. And she was like, oh, it didn't record. And I was like, I'm not doing that again. Yeah. Like, I'm not recording another hour and a half of the same exact material. Right. So we just never did it. But 
I don't know. We're going to live like 10 minutes from each other this summer in D.C., so maybe we'll start it up again. You should. I mean, with the people you're going to be rubbing elbows with, I mean, I don't know if it would be like a, a podcast where you have guests on or if it would just be you and one other person. Yeah. But being in D.C. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and being in the realm that you're going to be in, you'll probably rub elbows with some yeah. people that you could get on your podcast and be like, oh, it'd be very interesting. You know, yeah. it'd be kind of cool to have. Yeah. It's ra- amazing like, how it's pretty easy to get into that world in DC. Is it? If you're willing to get into like, if you just want to, you just jump right in. Like I met, I, I don't want to like name drop or anything, but it's just name it's drop. Just, That's what we're here no, for. It's just cool. Like the, if you go to conferences and just know a few people then they just introduce you to other like even bigger people and you're just like oh well that's that's really cool actually like, who's the biggest name you've you've met or whatever i mean like ben shapiro and arthur brooks of american enterprise institute he's probably like my favorite conservative right now arthur brooks you got so many names that i just don't like Oh, he Who? he's written a few books about uh, like he was raised in Seattle in a very liberal home and then started going to night classes. He was like a professional musician in Barcelona, played for the symphony and everything and then decided to go back to school, studied economics. And now and he's a president. This is his last year at American Enterprise Institute, which is a think tank in D.C. Okay. And they're like nonpartisan. They have people on both sides and they're just like strictly researched. And he's just amazing he's so well spoken he spoke with carly fiorina at cpac and i got to meet him and uh i don't know it's just cool like once you get involved like in yaf you get to meet everyone and hang oh, out cool. with them that yeah. must be really cool for you to be able to it meet because i, I the know people that i like you know yeah. i get to meet them i mean everybody has their own set of people that they they like they follow or whatever. Yeah. they'd be like oh, it'll be so cool to meet me yeah them. and then i get to yeah um so we had christina hoff summers who's like the factual feminist she is also works at aei she has her own um podcast now too but she came and spoke at michigan last year through my club and i got to drive her to the airport with another friends and i was just like oh like, what do you cool. think about this and what do you think about like the modern feminist movement yeah. and like education and she was just it was just cool because people are willing to talk to you if yeah. you're informed and you're interested and passionate. So, yeah, I'm excited. I hope it works out in D.C. for, I don't know, NRA would be cool. But everyone wants in on the NRA now. Oh, they do? Every conservative does. Like, that's, they have, there's another group, some other gun lobbying group. It's smaller, but, eh, NRA or go home. That's what I said. How about, what are your thoughts on Candace Owens? Ugh. I don't like her. Really? I really don't like her. Really? Yeah. I'm very surprised. Oh, I don't like her. I don't like Charlie Kirk. I shouldn't say this in case it gets I become someone in DC and then they see me just bashing everyone. You're but not bashing. You just it's okay to not like people. Yeah. I mean, I don't like her. I think sh- I think her and Turning Point or uh, Turning Point USA, uh-huh. which is basically a, this annoying guy, Charlie Kirk. Um, she won't shut up about that guy. Yeah, he started Turning Point. He's like president CEO. He's like a twenty-four-year-old genius. No, he's not. According to her, she, well, yeah, according to according her, her he's like. But well, no, no. Actually, what she was saying is like he was reading like physics, like like quantum physics, or maybe not quantum, but like string theory type books at like seven no he didn't even go to college like it's fine not to go to college but he well if you're a crazy crazy genius you don't have to go genius he literally okay i heard him speak i know nothing about him he spoke at michigan and i don't like him he basically copies yaf takes credit for that kind of stuff and the thing is like what i like about yaf is that they stand on morals and they stand on yeah young americans Americans for for freedom. freedom 
um, Ronald Reagan was like lifted up by F during his election. And that's how it all began. Like the conservative movement was founded by key conservatives like Barry Goldwater was part. I don't know if he was actually. I'm trying to think. I can't even think anymore. But like they own the Reagan Ranch in, D- in uh, Santa Barbara. I don't know. It's just a great organization. Obviously, I think so. I'm involved in it. Right. But they actually stand on ideas and like I don't know just integrity and that kind of stuff and turning point copied us pretty much but actually like builds up identity politics and that's exactly what we're trying to like break down because it's not right it's not healthy divisive yeah it's it's victimhood olympics that's what it becomes but now turning point is kind of like falling prey to that and like uh they're having like a young hispanic or young hispanic leadership conference they're having young black leadership conference okay young women's leadership conference okay and they're just like playing on that and he just pretty much copies everything ben shapiro does and then calls it his own really and everything he tweets about is very like authoritarian and i'm it's just i'm not interested and he like lied remember the tax cuts that trump did uh during the end of last year i think yeah or the beginning of this year or something well he is a 501c3 so he doesn't benefit from tax breaks like he gets a tax break so he doesn't benefit from tax is that a non-profit that's a non-profit so he doesn't pay taxes um and he lied and said because of this all of my workers got a bonus because of the tax cuts that we benefited from oh okay you didn't get any like he literally just says stuff to get retweets it's so obnoxious okay i just i'm not a fan and i think candace owens is, is the same and i just don't agree with a lot of what she says but I don't know. Really? And I, I'm and surprised. Kanye loves her now, too. And she. Yeah, that's Kanye right. Kanye was like her hero before this even happened. Now it's just annoying because like they I think Charlie Kirk and Candace Owens are supposed to go speak at a university and they canceled because Kanye wanted to meet them. They canceled on a university because Kanye wanted oh, to meet really? them. really? Yeah. Like that is so trashy. Yeah. We're going to cancel. would so we never can go do meet. that. Like I Ben Shapiro would never do that. Like they're just. Yeah. They're just playing off of it and it's going to come crashing down because it's Kanye West you know he's not like an actual conservative who knows what that guy is exactly so the, they're resting on I think the conservative movement is at least from what I've seen on Twitter which isn't saying much oh yeah I don't know about that I think if you look at the Twitter that gives you a very good idea of what what I know, the but public it's also, thinks yeah. you know I just don't know like if I follow the right amount of people to like say oh this is definitely happening you know because I follow a lot of conservatives compared to liberals obviously but should you follow more liberals you think I mean I follow I don't know like I just to get an idea of what they're yeah what, what they're spitting out I mean I you follow know? them and you end up seeing it anyways because a lot of conservatives will retweet it and be like I don't agree with this yeah um so you end up seeing it no matter what and okay. I hear so much of it at school anyways it doesn't really matter but it's just I don't know I just don't agree with a lot of with most of what the left does and recently I don't agree with a lot of what the right's been doing yeah like turning point i don't think they're doing any favors for the conservative movement and there's like this one girl on twitter that everyone's hating on now (laughs) because she posted a picture with like she went on campus with her graduation cap and everything with this like i I think it was like an air 15 or something and she's trying to say that she wants yeah, yeah she wants like campus carry like that is not gonna help the movement if a bunch of liberals think that you want to carry that gun on campus like nobody in their right minds would want to no that'd be a hassle i mean you're carrying a ar-15 a backpack your books your lunch i would never do that let's a frisbee. I, I think like i want campus carry 
I don't have campus carry at Michigan. And I don't think that's doing the conservative movement any favors because it makes people think that that's what we want. Mm -hmm. I just want to be able to carry a handgun legally because I'm getting my CPL. I want to be able to carry a handgun legally on campus because there are so many robberies. There is all they show us a video of what to do in case of a school shooting an active shooter the first day of classes at Michigan at Michigan. Yeah. And huh. I don't think the university police even carry guns. I know Ann Arbor really? police does, but Are the university real? police doesn't. Okay. So they're probably not real cops. Maybe yeah, they're just kind of like. But like if they're the ones who are supposed to come rescue me and they have the same amount of protection that I do, what are they going to do? Well, they're big men. They're just going to. Not always. Stroll in there. They yeah. Gonna, yeah like not it's always, just, yeah. It doesn't do any. I just think it's dumb. And like we're not allowed to carry on campus grounds, but like pretty much all of Ann Arbor is campus and because it's all intertwined okay so i just think it's 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 not doing anyone any favors but i don't know just pretending that you're can gonna you carry, carry 15 a glass. can you carry a taser no really can't have pepper spray either oh you gotta be kidding me i can have pepper spray but i i can't bring it into school buildings so like what the heck am i supposed to just throw my pepper Check spray behind a bush yeah. <laughs> before i go into class like it's just ridiculous because there's so many um, like assaults and robberies on campus. There are tons of break-ins that happen because we get an email every time there's a crime report uh-huh. through the university, and I get probably like three or four a week saying that there was a home invasion or like an armed robbery. Wow. The um, my friend lives right above a B Dubs on campus, I and love that B-dubs. place. <laughs> me too. <laughs> and um, that place has been uh, robbed, I think, three or four times this year. Really? Like, armed. Wow. Yeah. That's just, it's crazy. There's so much crime. I mean, not so much. I've never, <laughs> it's never affected me, but it might. Right, you never know. You never know. Right. And that's the argument. It's like, um, I feel like I'm talking so much, but. <laughs> Good. That's what it's for. It's a podcast. We're not going to sit here and just stare at each other. That would be a bad podcast. It would be a very bad podcast. It'd be different. That could be your thing. The silent podcast. Yeah. Um, no, but. Get right up on this thing. Okay. But I am part of this group called We Listen, and it's uh, it's kind of just like a discourse thing where you're not really debating, but you're just talking about different beliefs. And so they'll pick hot button issues like they have one on abortion, Second Amendment, immigration, health care, education. So pretty much all the big issues that right. everyone fights over and is just completely divided. So they'll, you'll go in and put on like where you are on the spectrum left to right. And then they'll kind of split you up. They'll try to do it evenly, but there's way less conservatives on campus. So okay. it ends up being like one or two to a group of eight. Oh, and they just get picked on. Yeah. Just surrounded. Yeah. yeah the yeah, first yeah. time I went, Shout down. the first time I went, it was the topic was abortion. And I was like, I'm just going to sit back and listen and see what they have to say. Right. I ended up being the only vocal conservative. And so everyone directed their questions toward me and just kept turning towards me. Ah. I was like, well, what do you think about this? And I was like, I really just wanted to come and listen. Right. So I ended I'm up new here. Leave me I alone. I'm I my feet wet. I did talk the whole time. And it got kind of, I went to the Second Amendment one and I came prepared. Like I was researching <laughs> right Brought before. papers I, and everything. I, yeah. I didn't, but you're not supposed to bring like actual. Okay. But um, I like was looking at CDC reports for violent crime. I was looking at FBI stats and everything. And people just ended up like saying, oh, I just feel intuitively that if someone has a gun, like is carrying a gun and then someone comes up with a gun to their head, they're going to end up hurting themselves or just dying. And I was like, well, that's better than like not having a gun and just dying either way. Like they're just like, well, I intuitively feel that under pressure, people are just going to end up using a gun to kill someone else. I was like, you're speaking from a place of no knowledge willingly oh, yeah yeah and it, it's just it's just frustrating i mean it's a good i really like i'm part of it i'm 
uh, vice president of the crew. <laughs> but you're really just part of it, huh? Yeah, <laughs> no, but uh, I'm like in charge of their finance, so it doesn't. It's different. But um, speaking of, I need to borrow a couple hundred dollars. I just gave you money from from your from your savings bond from birth. Yeah. No, but uh, I don't know. It's just it's it's interesting how willing people are now to speak without any information. They're like, well, that's my opinion. And I was like, well, you can have your, well, that's the outrage culture. Yeah. You can have your informed opinion. You are not tight entitled to an opinion. You're an opinion means just that it's your opinion, whether it's informed or uninformed. No, Everyone has I, their own opinion. Yeah, I know. But I, I am, I strongly believe that I think if you're going to spout your mouth, then you should be able to defend yourself. Like you should be able to like have facts backing. Yeah. That's funny. I, you sh- you would think that that would be the the case, but yeah. it is funny how many people now, especially I've noticed it with the millennial generation, where they have their opinion. It's usually an uneducated opinion, and then if you come at them with an, it, with all right, well here's my opinion yeah. that's based on facts. Yeah. Um, oh, I don't want to hear that. I have to go. Yeah. I I was with uh, some people uh, not long ago, a few a eh, couple months ago. And uh, I was talking to uh, this one gal that was in the group who is a, okay, there's psychiatrists and there's psychologists. Mm -hmm. And there's one that can prescribe medicine. A psychiatrist. They're a doctor. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's what this chick was. Okay. And, but she was, she was a younger, she was a millennial. Mm -hmm. And I was talking about uh, antidepressants and SSRIs. How I think doctors are just over prescribing them. I think they just, a lot of them just over prescribe and there's just a, a, an SSRI epidemic, which I think you could also tie in with school shootings if you wanted to. Yes. But, but that's not where I'm going. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I would go there, but. <laughs> and I just mentioned, I just said, I think some doctors prescribe them too liberally. Yeah. They just, yeah. oh, I don't feel good. Oh, well, here, let's just get you some Xanax or yeah. some Klonopin or whatever. Yeah. And, and Xanax is super strong. Like, oh, that's, you have well, to be careful with that. Not only, oh, you have to be careful with all of them well, because know, it's messing with the chemistry of your brain. People take like Xannies for fun now oh, and mix it with alcohol. Well, not now. They've been doing that forever. I've, well, people sing about it now like Post Malone. Okay. Dirty guy. <laughs> the dirty, dirty hippie. The dirty guy. Dirty hippie rapper. Yeah. Anyways, go on. Um, And so I, I said that to her and she got pissed off. I was like... These SRIs do lots of wonders. I go, I'm not saying not to prescribe them. I'm yeah. just saying if one person goes in and say, I feel blue. Yeah. And then they, before even knowing you. Yeah. Or knowing your chemistry or how long you've been feeling blue. Yeah. That they just, here, take this. Yeah. Shut up. This will make you feel better. And if it doesn't come back, we'll give you another, another one. Another one, yeah. And I was telling her that. She got so upset. She goes, well, this is my expertise. And you're really making me mad. I'm like, then talk to me about it. Yeah. Like my, I go have a discussion. I, that's why I said, I said, have a, dis- I go, this is my opinion, but I go, you're the expert. So help me. I go, I'm not saying not to prescribe SSRIs, but not do it. She, she stood up and said, I don't want to do this. I'm leaving and just walked away. Oh my I was like, gosh. I go, what do you, I go, I'm not even trying to have an argument. I'm just, this is my opinion. Yeah. If you want to change my mind, change my <laughs> mind, please give yeah. me your informative opinion yeah. on, but I never said that they shouldn't be prescribed. I just think they're prescribed too liberally. They, yeah. That made her so upset that she just, in front of everybody, 
all the friends that she was with just stood up and well, I'm going home now and left. And what good is that going to do? Well, she could have changed your mind possibly. And I'm, she could have made, yeah. I'm open. I, I, yeah. I am open to a lot of different opinion changes. Yeah. You yeah. know, like I have a very open mind. If if you give me facts and your opinion is based on that, yeah. I'll have that discussion. I'll give you, here's here's why I think this, but I don't know. I'm, I'm Tell me different and I'll be like, Oh, I never thought of it that way. But yeah. I, I've noticed this with those millen- with a lot of millennials is when you get in these discussions, they don't want, it's not a discussion. Here's what I believe and why you're making me mad. I'm not going to listen to facts. I'm not going to listen yeah. to your side. Here's what I know. Here's what I know. And here's what I believe. Yeah. I'm gone. It's, it's like, just well, ridiculous. You can't, you can't grow that way. You're not going to learn anything. You're closing yourself off. It's, it's you're closing so everything off. Yeah. And if you're, and this is a doctor. Yeah. A doctor is doing, he's like, yeah. She's working with patients and has that intolerance. I don't know. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's the intolerance of the tolerant. The tolerant. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's funny. The Yeah. I, the left is very open for free speech unless it's speech that they don't agree exactly. with. Exactly. It's amazing. That's so true. I don't I don't understand yeah. this. Like, do you not understand what free speech is? Yeah. I don't like I will support speech that I don't agree with. Like I'll support people being able to speak even if I don't agree with it because who knows? Maybe people want to bar my speech and they do on campus. Yeah. You know? Even the universities on our not my campus, they're pretty good about it. But universities, especially like Berkeley, UCLA, like that that kind of mm-hmm. area are just very like they they put a lot of roadblocks in the way for conservatives. Yeah. Like they I'm trying to think where, but uh, like the whole Ann Coulter thing. I mean, I don't like her very much, but uh, I think Berkeley changed or like canceled on her last minute or like kept moving her, moved her far off campus so people couldn't get there to go. Because they're afraid of riots. Well, like when they had Milo Yiannopoulos or oh. whenever those colleges yeah. were going to have Milo and then it was a giant riot. Yeah. But yeah. every time Ben Shapiro goes to Berkeley, it's a huge riot. And they try and say, oh, Ben Shapiro's causing us to spend all this money on protection for him. Right. No, the people protesting and threatening his life are the ones causing it. Yeah. He didn't do anything like he was the number one recipient of anti-Semitic hate speech. Yeah. Hate, hate speech. Yeah. Uh, I think like two years ago. Like, it's just ridiculous. And people call him a Nazi and he's Jewish. He wears a yarmulke. I've heard that. Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's just so ridiculous. So intolerant. It's it's pretty interesting. It's kind of ironic, honestly. It's interesting. I don't I can't I can't see it lasting for too long. Yeah. Um, you I know, mean, I, hopefully. And, and it just also goes to show like how well crafted our society is that. We have nothing to do anymore but get outraged at stupid stuff like exactly. that. That is privilege at its highest form. Well, it's not only that, but it's like 150 years ago, you didn't know where you were getting your next couple meals. Mm-hmm. You better hope you there knew There weren't how. even refrigerators. Right. <laughs> so you're like, you better <laughs> hope you know how to use it. Yeah. yeah you better hope you know how to hunt. You better hope yeah. you know how to gather food and mm-hmm. provide for yourself. When you're spending that much time focusing on getting food and not getting injured because yeah. if you get a bad cut on your leg and get gangrene you're losing your leg or dying yeah but now we've crafted this society where you don't have to worry about that you can go to the grocery store yeah buy whatever you want. three steaks that are all wrapped up nicely 20 different kinds of bread you have no idea where it came from but yeah. you know you can cook it and eat it and it's wonderful yeah and so when you don't have to worry about stuff like that i think just it's just the human condition is like well 
I need something to do. Let's just get pissed off at, uh, people love being outraged. Yeah. I mean, I love being outraged. I'll admit it. (laughs) There's no time for that. I mean, there was no time for that, but now that's, you have that time. That's the thing. It's like, that is privilege now. Like that we have the, like we have the time to be outraged by someone saying something that hurts your feelings. Like if you're mad because, oops, I don't know. It's just ridiculous. It's, it's funny. Um, what's her name? Samantha B called. Did you see that? Samantha oh, B she called, called Ivanka, Ivanka Trump a feckless cunt. Yeah. Oh, In the fun, the mom's not watching. Oh, she watched the C word. Well, yeah. I, uh, she's not going to fund us anymore. <laughs> the funny thing about that is that that came right after the Roseanne. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. They yeah, her show's canceled because she tweeted something that was un- unrelated to her relation to the show. Right. Like I I'm fine with the show being canceled because that's ABC or whoever's they right have the to right do that. To do like that, whatever. Right. But Samantha B, her producers, her writers, this was pre-taped. Oh yeah, this And was they said it and they're like, "Oh, sorry about that." Yeah, and that, that's that, it. that's what I was getting to. There's it, it went through so many different chain of commands yeah. to get actually so on the air. Someone wrote that Someone, as a joke. Yeah, yeah. A joke. She's I don't think it was a joke. I don't think it was a joke. I think that was just me. Well, they even, right after that, they made a um, comment about how, like, Donald Trump is, like, sexually. Uh, yeah. Like, I, w- I was just going to say that. Not only did she say that, but she also was alluding. She said something like, hike Put your on skirt tight up. Skirts, yeah. Sit like, on daddy's lap or something like that. And tell him he'll listen to you, implying that he is sexually, sexually attracted. attracted to his daughter. I mean, that that is just so disgusting. And to imply a present. Or anybody of that is just so out there and ridiculous. It's, it's, just, it's amazing. It's ridiculous. The outrage on one side. And then the very next day for them to be like, well, whatever. And then to like actually say, well, that's fine to use well, the C word against yeah. women. Well, I thought you were a pro-woman and you're fine with that. Like right. It's, yeah. You're pro-woman until it comes to conservative women that you're so willing to tear down. Same with... Uh, Laura Ingram, when she said David Hogg didn't deserve to get into that college, that was really hard to get in, or something like that. Yeah. She had to apologize publicly because she was losing funding. She was losing her uh, advertisers. It was just, uh, ugh. it's just so hypocritical. It's, yeah. Uh, shoot, I had a good, I forgot what I was going to say. Um, huh, hmm. I forgot what I was going to say. Something about uh, the, the Samantha Bee and. She's Roseanne. not funny. I don't even know why she has a show. Same yeah. with uh, Michelle Wolf. Just got a show. Did you see her? She did the uh, White House Correspondence Dinner s- show, uh, speech, whatever. It's supposed to be funny. She like tore apart. Uh, what's her name? Oh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, oh. the White House. Yeah, yeah. Uh, speech lady, whatever right, her name right. is. Um, they like tore her apart based on her looks. And, like, it's just ridiculous because they're like, oh, everyone's beautiful. We need to support women. Oh, that's what I was getting. Yeah, yeah. It it is funny how I'm with her. I want a first female president. Yeah. Uh, When when just, uh, what was it, eight, nine years ago when when Sarah Palin was going to be vice president, Mm. they were just, everyone was railing against her. Well, so you you didn't want your first vice president to be a woman. You just want your first president to be a woman. Yeah. So what happens next year if if, if a conservative woman does run? Yeah. I, that that's what I would like to see. I would yeah. like to see a conservative Ivanka man. Trump. Uh, she's isn't she like a registered Democrat? Or it, was I'm just saying. I, when but I, I know say, what you're saying. She's really say, smart. Say she uh, she comes. You know, I'm conservative. I'm Republican, and I'm going to be the next president after my father is. That'd be pretty cool. 
I don't know about that. It'd be different. I don't know. It'd be cool though. It's just from one to the I, next. I Trump. would just like How to see. How funny would that be? Yeah, I mean the Bushers did it. I know there was the one in between though, right? Yeah. Yeah, but but it was but it was just it would be an interesting experiment to see. Yeah. If I just want to vote for Hillary because I want a woman president, if you put a conservative yeah. woman in there running for president, would it be they the same thing? Yeah. No, they wouldn't. And well, I'd love to see what really their answers would be. Would yeah. it be? Oh well, I would just like to see that. Yeah. So in the my friend from France comes every summer to live in Michigan, and I got something during the election um, from Donald or from I think it was from Hillary actually, and I was like, oh no, and she was like, what? You don't want a woman president? She, you don't want a woman to be president? Right. And she just jumped to that that yeah. it was because she was a woman. I said, no, I don't want Hillary Clinton to be president. Right. Like I want, I who's allegedly a woman? We don't know. <laughs> I don't want someone to be president just because of their gender that itself is sexism right and it's it's just ridiculous because like i would love i would vote i would work on nikki haley's campaign i love nikki haley the yeah. u.s ambassador in, U- in the u.n i think she's brilliant i think she would be great she's a minority she's a woman and she's native american or sh- no she's indian um indian and dot on the head yeah indian, indian. like okay. her parents are indian immigrants okay and i would vote for condoleezza rice she's a minority condoleezza she's rice yeah Condi. sounds more like a mexican dish maybe we should send her to mexico and let the mexicans eat her no out. yeah that's a dave Chappelle bit we're done i don't that's a dave Chappelle bit he's into music now isn't he he works with john mayer on some music right really yeah Mm-hmm. I have no idea. I yeah, just he does. Thought he's going hard in the paint with the uh, comedy again after his uh, sabbatical. He, he has, yeah, he has a new Netflix special. Oh, he's got like three. Well, he's got it, two, like two in one. But he has another one after that too. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. But anyways, um, he's my favorite comic. Yeah, really. Oh my gosh, it's not even close. He is. Do you like John Mulaney? John Mulaney's all right. He's a little too polished for me. Uh, do you, yeah, he's pretty predictable at this point. Yeah, he's just. Know who I love and who mom and dad love? Brian Regan. Do you ever listen? Of to course, him? you guys like him. Oh my gosh, he's hilarious. He's gotten a little he less is, funny. He's he's funny and he and it's really hard because he's a clean comic. It's it, hard. Oh yeah, it's hard. It's to ver- be, you yeah. don't find hardly. I mean, there's like yeah three clean comics. Yeah. It's really hard to do clean comedy. They have he's a new one. It. They have a new Facebook page. Dad was saying that it's called a Dry Bar or something like that, or uh, I don't know some. I don't know, but it's like clean comedy. It's just like short little skits, maybe like five minutes long. And it's supposed to be really funny. I haven't watched it. But what was I saying? I don't know. John Mulaney. No, uh, oh, we that, were talking that. about uh, uh, Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle oh, John yeah, Mayer. Condoleezza Rice. Oh, Condoleezza Rice. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I would vote for her. I, I just want, I want someone. Is, oh, she's still in like in the political <sighs> arena? No, I don't think she'd ever run. She speaks, like she just spoke on The View about the Me Too movement and like the danger of that. And she's... She was the dean or something of Stanford, I think. She's a professional pianist. She played for Queen Elizabeth. Oh, really? Yeah, like she's very, very smart. But I think she's like really tied up in the bush. And I don't think she would ever run for po- or go into politics again. But I would be like, I'm not against a woman president. Like she just like my French friend just jumped to the conclusion right. that I don't want a woman president. I just want someone qualified regardless of their gender. I just think that's a ridiculous. Uh, whatever I don't know it's yeah it's, a, it's a, just a stupid it, but reason. that's really interesting interesting for you to say like if they're willing to vote for a woman I'm with her just because she's a woman then by that logic they'd be willing to vote for a conservative that's woman I would because think, she's a woman I would think the GOP needs to have that I, I think it'd be cool if they had that in play like all right 
we need to come up. Who's going to be next after Trump? Yeah. Well, let's, Carly let's Fiorina come. ran. Carly Fiorina. She's like a businesswoman. Yeah. Yeah. Did she run? Was, was she going to run for president? Was that what she was she trying ran. to do? Yeah, she did run. Well, she was in the uh, Primary. primaries. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I saw her speak. She's really well-spoken, but hmm. I she's pretty soft. I don't think she'd be... She'd need to have a really good cabinet, you know? She'd really need to prop herself up. Yeah. She's really business-minded and very smart, well-spoken, but I think she would need, like, a really good, uh, I don't know, head of defense or something like that to... Yeah. I don't know. She'd need a good vice president. Good well, it'd be like, uh, just because of my nature, I would like to see the GOP... Say, all right, here's our plan after Trump. We're going to get just as many women as we can yeah. in the primaries, and hopefully they, they'll win yeah. just to see what the other the, the left's reaction would be yeah. you know, nationwide. Yeah. All right, well, you guys are, I'm with her. And they could even do that again. Yeah. They could even use the same slogan, I'm sued. with her. Well, it's, yeah. It's you guys were all going to do it with Hillary. Yeah. You guys said you mainly want to do it because you wanted a woman president. Well, here's our woman president. Yeah. And, and guess what? It's Condoleezza Rice. Yeah. She's black and she's a woman. Yeah. You, if you guys don't vote for her, I'm sorry, but you're racist and sexist. Yeah. See what they see what their answer would be. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm, her dad fought against the KKK. Like, she's she's big yeah. leagues. But um, it's interesting because they always say, oh, Republicans are so just just white old men. But if you look at the people who ran oh, for yeah, yeah, yeah. it was an old white yep. man, Bernie Sanders, and yep. an old white woman, yep. Hillary Clinton. And then if you look at everyone who ran on the Republican side, oh, it was yeah. Marco Rubio and Ted Cruz are both Hispanic. Right. Um Ben Carson. Ben Carson. Yeah. Uh who else? They had a few women. Yeah. I mean, it's just It's pretty diverse. It's pretty funny. And they were younger. They were younger. They were a lot younger. Yeah. I mean, Trump's pretty old, but Everyone else is pretty young. Mm-hmm. Marco Rubio's young. I don't. I liked him at first, but then he's just so like spineless. I think. He yeah. Was speaking. He just goes back on his words so easily. If there's any challenge to him, like, ugh, I don't know. But you know he who, got really targeted during the Parkland thing. Oh, people. Uh, yeah. Were, they put a little price tag and they said this is the amount because he took money from the NRA because they're a lobbying group right. and the NRA tells their members this is who we support because he this is his stance on gun control we support him so we'll give money to him that's how it works does the nra give money to any democrats uh no because they're not pro second amendment why would they everyone's enraged because they only support i don't know i i republicans because because i don't exactly know how lobbying works it just seems like it's kind of lobbying to me is Hey, we're giving you money to support us. Yeah, I mean. So why wouldn't they say, "Hey, Hillary"? Because it's here is I, I know where your stance is, but let's. I'm going to lay the whole information out on what we really stand for, and and just educate her. Now, work. now, how much money is the ant? Is there an anti NRA uh, lobbying group? Uh, they're running something called. No RA or something like that. Okay. I don't think it's an actual group. I mean, obviously they have like gun control groups, so I guess that would be antithetical. Yeah. I, I wonder if if there'd be a Democrat, not necessarily Hillary, but a one where they would yeah. Get in I there mean, and be I'm like, sure here's some money. Yeah. If there's a pro Second Amendment Democrat, I think that'd be fine. But they're saying, but Democrats. Are there any? Are, I don't know. There's gotta be. There must there's, be. There's too many. Maybe like a left leaning libertarian. Okay. Or something that would be the Democratic 
party. Uh-huh. But people are saying, Democrats are saying, oh, I will, I pledge to never take money from the NRA as if the NRA would ever give this anti-Second Amendment candidate right, money right, in the first yeah, place. Yeah. Like, oh, good for you, yeah. as if they would ever offer you money because you don't support the cause that the six million NRA members do. You know, and yeah. they say, oh, well, this person is pro Second Amendment and the, the NRA rates these candidates and they yeah. give them ratings. Well, that's so the members know their stance on gun control. They're you know a lobbying group. For They're a legislative they the group. Sure. They're a legislative action group. Right. It's just stupid. I don't know. Yep. That's that. That's that. Lot, you talk a long time about the NRA. Oh, yeah. I could talk more. You could. I talked for about an hour with those Australians. Yeah. The Aussies. It's fun to get. I offended them a lot. Yeah. Yeah. You think they were really offended? Or no, 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 no. Yeah. But they're going to Texas after Michigan. Huh. And, and dad had to tell them, like, he legitimately sat them down. I was like, you guys, like, that's fine that you talk about uh, to us about it. You need to be careful in Texas. Yeah. <laughs> there are gunslingers down in there. Texas is, it's America, but kind of. It's like Uber America. It's it's a little ridiculous. I've I, yeah. I've always said. Texas is really it's a cool state because it's so big and there's a lot of different just geography and just yeah uh, there's a lot of different it's a huge it's state. so big it's it's got so many different they have know. lots of major cities they're all spread out like Austin Dallas it's, or else it's a cool cool state Houston. my only problem with it is it's filled with Texans <laughs> yeah they're Texans intense. are they're they're tough they're insane they i i I don't know i i don't really i'm not a huge fan of texans because they're like (laughs) they're texas first america second like they're there's been talk they would secede that's what i'm saying they they want to secede they want to i don't blame them i don't know well you see that uh california California, split up into three states well you know lots of california businesses are starting to move to texas because the tax for having a business in california is like astronomical oh yeah i don't know how so, people and can afford zero it, yeah. percent taxes for corporations mm-hmm. or businesses in texas and people florida are, too i think right yeah there's a few states like yeah. that um and they have a surplus of money at the end of the year and they have zero percent taxes so tell me how that makes sense it's because yeah they're investing when you don't take money away from businesses, I mean, I'm fine with a small percentage, obviously, sure. but if you don't take like half of their business away, half of their income away, then they're going to be able to funnel that money somewhere else. Hire more people, grow the business, yeah, grow the state. Invest in yourself. Yeah. yeah that helps economically. Yeah. That's my two cents. I think you've got all the answers. I think oh. you've got a bright future ahead of you in politics. You. I see you running. Dana Lash. Do you think you would ever see yourself running for any kind of political office even if it's just like at like a, a real local level like i mean look board. at you You're, yeah well no above that but i mean like i don't know mayor governor senator <laughs> even like do you have like like any ambition at all to get to that kind of a point i mean i don't want to seek it out yeah. obviously i'm not like, yeah, I'm not like I, I know a lot of people who you say, oh, well, why do you want to study politics? Why do you want to go to law school? Because I want to be president. I know some people many guy, really say that. So like, many guys say that. And I said, really, you know how many presidents have you've been alive for? Like, that's not happening. Right. Statistically. And it's just it's just that's everyone's ambition is to just go straight into politics. And I think that if you work in a field that you like and like if you work in education for mm-hmm. like private sector or something like that and then someone taps you and says why don't you run like you have a good platform you have a good history you're why don't you run because you're informed yeah you have experience outside of politics i think that would 
be more beneficial for our country, honestly, than a career politician. So I'd be willing to do that if if it just fell in my lap almost. Okay. I don't think I would ever seek out becoming. Well, that's good. You don't want. That I don't. I generally don't trust people who just want to be politicians. I was just gonna say that's those are the people you need to be careful of. Are the yeah. people That want that position. Like, oh, I want to be president. I like, want to be president. I was like, what kind of ego do you have on yeah. you that you want to be? I mean, we've had a, it. It's just changed the 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 view of presidents the presidency has changed so much it's just become such a thing i can't remember who said it but someone was like well the, the ideal president is one that you don't hear about in the news it just does their job and stays quiet they say that about like calvin coolidge he is such an underrated president yeah he was amazing and he just never he was quiet he was known for being quiet quiet cal or yeah that's just his nickname yeah. or something like quiet that cal. yeah well it's like well, that's the same thing they say about like a referee or an empire yeah in sports is the best ref is the one you didn't even know was there yeah that's that's what it's supposed to be like you're yeah. not supposed to be in the news every day and well, that, it's, not it's, that it's the president's fault obviously look at how much coverage we have on trump versus obama well, that's the thing is, I don't think we'll, we're going to get to that point now because yeah. of how social media is and what the climate is now yeah. in the political spectrum or just in the social spectrum. I mean, yeah. with everybody having a voice, everybody wants their voice to be heard. Yeah. Like, it's you'll never have that quiet president. Yeah. But that's think. how I think that's the intent of it. And I, I just don't. I just think a lot, I mean, House of Cards, I think, obviously, people aren't just going out killing people just because they want to, like, Kevin Spacey type stuff from House of Cards but I think that it does have a lot of truth to it of how cutthroat people are when it comes to power and yeah. I don't think that's the people you want in charge because they don't have your interests in mind oh no so yeah I mean maybe I mean to answer your question no but maybe <laughs> I just don't think that's I, a good answer. I wouldn't like it I don't think I would enjoy it but I think if I could actually do some good I think you might like if you did it at like a small level and you Leslie nope yeah, Leslie Nope, perfect example. But if you were at like a small level like that and you yeah. saw like your actions being implemented and change and actually happening, yeah. I think you'd be like, I think you would be like, oh, I do like this. This yeah. is because if you're yeah. if you're getting things done like that, then you'd be like, maybe I will take it to the next yeah. step. I could see something like that. Yeah. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, maybe we'll see. I'm sticking private sector for now, hopefully. Yeah. That, yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah. Who the knows? Money's at. We'll see. That's true. Well, I don't know how long we've been doing this. It feels like a really long time. Does it? I don't know the last time I've talked this much. It's been a while. Yeah. Uh, we've been about an hour, 40 minutes or so. Not super long. Um, but I don't want to take your time all day doing this. Yeah. I could talk for hours, but people don't want to listen for uh, that long. I think they will. I think they'll want to listen to you. You got. Really? I mean, a lot of people want to listen to like... Nobody wants... Uh, uh, let me start over. I think... Not many people want to listen to a millennial because of the generation that they are kind of viewed as right now. Yeah. And also because you're young, what do you have to say? You can't possibly know anything. Yeah. But then when you get a smart millennial like you on here, I think people will be interested in hearing what you have to say because it's different than... It is different. You know, the quote-unquote snowflake yeah. millennials yeah. that are kind of out and about these days. Yeah. At least on the forefront of like news coverage, you just see a lot of that. Kind David of Hogg and Emma Gonzalez. I don't, I don't even think they're millennials, actually. I think they're the Tide Pod eating generation, <laughs> whatever they're called. I don't think we ever. Tide figured. generation. Yeah. Text. No, I don't know. The Snapchat generation. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I did see one thing about 
the David Hogg. Uh, some there's some chick pro NRA, and she's you can tell she works out. She's got challenging him to it. That's arm the wrestling same, thing. That's the same girl who toted her AR-15 or whatever okay. on campus. No, the conservative movement does not like her. Okay, they don't. They, because she seems kind of like a joke. Well, it's just everyone wants their 15 minutes of fame. It's, yeah, it's it's ridiculous. They just. They just go down to these tactics that aren't getting anything done. They're making everyone look dumb on both sides. Right. Like she goes, "Let's. This is for the fate of the Second Amendment." I, I read that. I don't think that's what that that's not that's not how the Constitution works. It's not how it works, but <laughs> yeah, it's, that's it's not provocative, how this works. and it'll get people. To, I mean, yeah. it got me to read it. I was like, "What is this?" And I saw this. It's just dumb. And it's. I just don't think it's. It's just not helping the conservative movement. Yeah, I mean, it's pushing her own brand, yeah. I think. And she just she posted another picture a few days ago of, I don't know, some other type of rifle um, with a big magazine. I mean, I sound like I don't know what I'm talking about, but I don't know what kind of gun it was. But anyway, she posted a picture and said, Campus Carry Now. That yeah. You're not helping anything. Yeah. I already said this. Like, that's not what it's about. And you're making people not want it who you could otherwise persuade to be lenient. People on who are on the fence. Yeah. They're not going to be like... Oh, let me get on her side. Yeah. 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 I just thought it was funny because they showed. It is funny because she has big arms. Yeah. Like, she's, she's strong. Got, she's, her arms are probably bigger than mine. Oh, my, I would. Obviously mine. Uh, I'd want, where's the camera? I'm going to look at the camera right now for this. Uh, look. Can you see me there? Yeah. I yes. will challenge her. She has bigger arms than me. I'll still smoke her in an arm wrestling match. I promise you that. Biology. Biology. Nothing. This is just straight manhood. That's what I'm saying. Biology. I mean, this is like beyond that too. This is mental. Mind over matter. Mind over matter. She don't matter. <laughs> you, uh, whatever your name is, lady, I'll arm wrestle you. I think her name is Caitlin or something. Caitlin, is she? How old is she? I don't know. She just graduated college, so twenty-two. Okay, so maybe? she's not a child. No. I've Come I've on. Yeah. Right. Arm wrestle me on the show. Yeah. But no. Uh, anyways, I saw a picture of her in the David Hogg dude oh and it was, he's like a list he guy i cannot believe i've got look i've got some pretty skinny arms i've got skinny arms look at that. yeah i mean my arms aren't you know i'm not i'm you know i ain't flexing and showing off guns i got some skinny arms yeah but when my you see the david hog oh he's oh little. my gosh i could that, beat him i mean I'm not, I'm not gonna challenge him though because that's not gonna he his arms look anything. like a five-year-old's legs oh poor guy He's just taking such a beating. He got swatted a few days ago, too. Uh, oh, yep. That's not good. That's not right. I do not. That's not right. That's not right. But when you put yourself out there, you you, you leave yourself open to that kind of retaliation, that kind of action. Yeah. It's right not or wrong. Like, yeah. It's oh, I posted. He was on. I wanted to say it was Vice, but maybe it was BuzzFeed or something. Um, There's that one guy. And he was interviewing David Hogg. And he was like, I just think after this was a week after he said, our parents don't know how to work in a mother effing democracy and we just need to take it from them and we need to take everyone's guns and everyone's an idiot and the NRA kills people and Marco Rubio is responsible and just like saying awful things about people, yeah. generalizing them. And then he goes on this video and says, the main thing we just need to do is love each other. That's <laughs> what's missing. Yeah. Well, he's a child. He's 18 you know, now. He can vote. No, he's a child. Yeah. You know, I mean, he's I mean, 18 is technically an adult, but that 
Yeah. He's a child. Yeah, obviously. You know, he's he's going to have a long road ahead of him, and but he's got lots of time to educate himself more. And Hopefully he does. Hopefully he falls out of the limelight, and he can kind of see. Get his life back. Yeah. And just get yeah. back to do get some normal. Do something beneficial. Yeah. Get Contribute some life to society yeah. in a good way, hopefully. Or not in a way at all, just disappear. Well, that would be a good way to contribute to society on his part, I think. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> of uh, contributing to society. Let's go get tacos. Let's go get some awesome tacos some barbecue uh well yeah so yeah you're in town i don't want to take all your time doing this podcast i want to take you out on the town show you kansas city oh yeah kc represent i was born here yeah well, well you're born kansas. in kck kansas side yeah yeah the hood side really it's pretty hood that's where i first lived i'm from the hood <laughs> you're kind of hood well i'm a minority <laughs> <laughs> yeah you would be over there no yeah. not so much now now it's getting really uh gentrified um but yeah, we're going to end this podcast now. I want to thank you. Thank you. This has been fun. Yeah. The producers on the show, finally. Producer. Uh, logo designer. Logo designer, everything. Oh, yeah. Now we have to try and figure out how to upload this. <laughs> yeah, now we got to get this. We, we can figure that out. Um, yeah. I just want to thank you for being here. Yeah. Appreciate you. it. This was awesome. Yeah. I want to thank everybody. If anybody listened. I'm going to make we'll, all my friends watch. Are you? Even though I just trash talked a few of them. <laughs> You didn't trash talk any of them. About Grand Rapids, I did. Eh, they, that's not you know who you them. are, and you know I love you, and I'm sorry. But <laughs> <laughs> All right. Whatever. Uh, everybody, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Uh, Neander Talk Podcast is back. Uh, I will not get into the nitty-gritty of why I was off for a while, but we're back. We're going to take this thing, uh, take it to the top, hopefully. I appreciate everybody, and I love you all, and I love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. Neander talks. <laughs>